0: Go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's gonna to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second.
1: The only thing done it! You always think a league
2: card.
3: Newcastle are honey rugby league. Welcome back to another episode of Leadcastle, I'm your host Chris McPherson, today I'm joined by two co-hosts, the first of whom is a Windale Eagles stalwart, he steered Windale through a uh, number of titles and plenty of grand finals and I think he's claimed to fame out here is as he's the only man shorter than the coach, Steve
1: Cage. Uh, that is Matty Garrick. welcome to the show Matty. How you going mate, I actually think I've got Steve by a couple inches. Oh that's only because he hasn't got any hair left I think. <laughs> uh, our
3: other co-host today is uh, uh, a Windale junior, he's played at Carrington Central, Shortland and Windale. He's known as Mr. Pub Footy, and his one goal in footy is to be more like Corey Baker. Heath Donahue, how are
2: you? It's good, mate. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah,
3: no worries. Thanks, boys, for joining us uh, here at the Eagles' Nest in Windale. Um, just been tipped in that you guys are hosting a pet possum in the sheds here, so I'm looking forward to him making a guest appearance on the pod in a little bit. Uh, been a pretty good season so far for Windale. Started in B grade, moved up to A grade. A few uh, ins and outs uh, with some injuries, led by you at the moment, Heath.
2: Yeah, mate. It's not looking good, buddy. Dummy, oh fucking tendon, the tendons in the bone on my hand, and then three months out—it's not good.
3: Does that have you back the back end of the season?
2: Yeah, look at the last four games. So Maddie's got back. to get
3: Maddie's got to get them towards that final race, so that you can come
1: back and join not in. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, I'll, I was happy uh, just filling in where I need to be. P.T. now. I've got to go back to the old number seven.
3: Yeah, I was going to say. Um, I would have thought you've got plenty of options around that spine now.
1: You got about sixty-five backers down here, don't you? We do, mate, we do. Um, Yeah, they're going good with plenty plenty of number nines, that's for sure.
3: Yeah, that's exactly right, mate. Um, Let them do the magic, you just steer them around, I suppose. Yeah, mate, yeah. Um, but we might jump into our League Castle Legends I don't know if you tipped Heath into this at all Maddie. I did mention it to you I but... did, Mate, I did Alright, well we might start with yours Maddie. I think you've got uh, I think you've gone all out above and beyond And got one from this week and last week So let us know Who are your League Castle Legends are The ones that stood out and above in well, I, do,
1: putting. I do, mate um, I was going to say the Hamilton Ducks Because you told me they won by 100 But I just had a look and see It may have only been 80 So Only 80? Um, that's, that's disappointing Yeah, well 100 That's a different, it's a different barrier there um, but I'm gonna say Glendale for this week for um, having a big win um, coming up from C grade. They've uh, they're they're seen to have a good thing going out there at the club, um, working their way through the ga- grades. Played D grade, C now up to B, and they're and they're uh, matching it. So uh, well done to the Gorillas. Yeah, they're going quite well at the moment, the Gorillas. And um, I'll speed to Ben Robertson. He said they've been doing it
3: without their half halfback um, Forbesy. The last couple of weeks, so um, with him to come back in, certainly got a strong side. It's good to see a team sort of just gradually building as opposed to you see some of the teams sort of come in and all of a sudden go from D-grade to A-grade with a massive influx of players, so hopefully that can build them towards being an A-grade side in the future. What about you, Heath? Who have you got for us? I'm
2: going to have to stick with me a little mate, Corey Baker, and the Dudley team They've put 50 the last two weeks, and they're <laughs> he's giving me a little bit of insight. I reckon they're going to put Dondora this weekend. So. They're
3: going to be the first team to break the Swampies, you reckon, so...
2: Yep, well, that's coming from the me and Corey Baker himself.
3: Uh, I'm sure he'll poke his beak over the line a couple of times. It's a <laughs> sizeable one at that. I've gone with uh, Joe Woodbury uh, from the Cessna Goannas. He got a hat trick in their narrow win over Macquarie out there at Lyle Peacock. You uh, played a bit of grade, mate. Lyle Peacock's not always the easiest place to visit, so to pick up a hat trick uh, on the road and lead the team to a 28 and win the, a solid effort. No, oh,
2: mate, that's unreal. They really give it to out there, so good on him.
3: There's always that bottom corner that just has that uh, unique smell, we might say that uh, the uh, local herbs being uh, burnt down there. So. <laughs> I
2: think the car horns get you too. <laughs> yeah, the cars on the hill there. as
3: well, yeah. They don't miss you, and they've got sharp tongues as well. So uh, Certainly very interesting to see Cessnock getting the win there. We'll move into the group 21 footy, and a couple of big, big results in the first grade. We had Aberdeen 44 beating Denman 14, and... Scone 46-14 winners over Singleton at Singleton. That's a that's a big result when you have a look at who Singleton's got on their books. But obviously Scone, no mean side either, with the likes of uh, Adam Clydesdale, JJ Atthorpe, and, and and you know a number of others. There they're certainly looking like they're the team to beat. And I like whoever's running that mock Scone Thoroughbreds page because they've just come out and said, you know, come and get us. But essentially, I think I think the wording was the titles ours to lose, which is pretty good after five rounds of a uh, 15-round comp.
1: I haven't seen that. I'll have to uh, have a look at it. It was in the
3: comments on on our ladder on our page. And uh, I think a few people got upset because they thought it was the official Scone Thoroughbreds page. But if you go and have a look, there's a lot of, um, shall we say, creative language on there. So I I don't think that's the official Scone Thoroughbreds page. But good to see someone's getting involved and getting passionate. But Scone Scone now sitting two wins clear. Uh,
1: Singleton probably a bit disappointed. Uh, Only the one win from their first five games. Yeah, that's uh, something that they'd look to improve on. I, I don't follow the Group 21 a lot, but I um, yeah I do know a few people up at Skane there. Like you said, JJ, he's been in Group 21 for a long while now. Um, didn't know only only four teams in the top grade. How long has that been like that uh, for? Just,
3: just this year. So, Greta Brankston and Musselbrook have gone down to reserve grade, but uh, as we'll get on to in a second, things are not looking great at Greta Brankston. They fielded a side of nine in reserve grade on the yeah, weekend. Okay. So, Yeah, um, but... Uh, the uh, first grade comp this week sees Denman host Singleton uh, on Saturday afternoon up at Denman. So uh, both sides looking for their second win of the season uh, While Scone will host Aberdeen in, in what's a top-of-the-table clash. I guess the good news for Singleton is it doesn't matter how many games they win, they still make the finals.
1: Well, yeah, that's, that's 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 correct. So Wooden spoon and premiers, maybe. How does their final system? Uh, oh, I, I'm going
3: to suggest it's, it's probably a top four, unless you're going to tap window up there to play. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> well, you can't
1: have the first
3: have a week off, can you? Oh, I don't know. No, you can't really unless you have a three team final series. Yeah. Just, yeah, it's interesting. just first past the post. I think they all play, end up playing each other five or six times. <laughs> they
1: might as well just play a gala day. Or oh, the, or
3: the draw like the draw has been really unique. The first four rounds, yeah. uh, the team. So I think. Round one, Singleton, my, they played Denman and beat Denman. And then round two, Denman played Singleton. So they played each other two weeks in a race. Round six is the first time that they haven't you know, played the same team again. But it's round six, and I think Denman and Singleton clash for the third time. So yeah. you, you, You'd have the goss on, on, on who's Delmonte, wouldn't you? There's not much yeah. to suss out. Uh, the reserve grade comp is a little bit broader, though. There's eight sides there. Uh, Mary War at the moment are the leaders. They headed up to Murrundi on Saturday. Got a 32-12 win. Uh, Aberdeen, they've only dropped the one game. they got that 22-8 win against Greta Brink. So Greta Brink's only nine players. Um, they lost a the player just with, or just on half-time, which meant the game was forfeited. But nine players at 22-8, you'll be pretty happy with that.
1: It's a reasonable effort. They would have been run off their feet, that's for sure. That's uh, a lot of running.
3: Certainly is. Uh, speaking of a lot of running, Musselbrook ran in plenty of tries, 44-0 over Denman. And Scone beat Singleton at 26-12 uh, to continue their good form, and they sit second, so... Um, in the reserve grade this weekend, we've got Denman playing Singleton, uh, Merriwar versus Greta Brankston, if Greta Brankston can rustle up a team to take on the top of the table side, Scone and Marrondo, which is probably the pick of the games, and the final game is Musselbrook and Aberdeen, so plenty on offer there in the uh, Hunter Valley Upper Hunter there. We'll jump into stuff that might be a bit more familiar to you boys, uh, a bit of Newcastle Rugby League, and we had some... Close games on Saturday with Lakes getting a win up there at the Graveyard, 22-18. Uh, Cessnock, as we said before, led by trick from Joe Woodbury, 20-18 winners over the Scorps, uh, who saw Andy Sumner come back, who's going to be a key player for them later in the year. Seahawks, a big result up at Maitland, 46-24, and West just continued on their merry way, 30-16 winners over Central. Luke Walsh, absolutely
1: starring for them, and uh, I guess it's, you know, stop West at your peril. Like, good luck. Yeah, they're going to be hard to beat, mate. Uh, they've, they've signed uh, big names, as they do every year. I've seen Luke Walsh getting around. Actually, my young fella's played against his young fella a couple of times in the, in the, in the juniors footy there. So. Who's, who's got the wood in those battles, mate? Oh, I think we've got them a couple of times. Eh? They're over at Cardiff. I think Warren Chillings is actually their coach too. So, um, yeah, good, good little games of footy there, watching the kids run around.
3: Yeah, no, it's always good to see the juniors going around, and there's some good, strong clubs, and it's good to see, um, you know, some experienced blokes like Shillow and Walshie giving back to some of the feeder clubs rather than just, you know, strengthening the, the powerhouse junior clubs of, you know, the Wests and the Centrals and stuff, so good to see. I assume your, your young fellow's playing down here at the Dale, mate? Eh?
1: Mate, he's over at uh, Belmont North Sharks, actually. Oh, okay. so, yeah, coached by uh, Big Terry Clark, so... Uh. Window, window player, so that's why he ended up out there. Yeah, so, I
3: was going to say, there's plenty to go between the two, the Belmont North and the Window. just, you know, when, depending on what age groups are around yeah. and stuff as well. And uh, But, uh, yeah, as we said, West certainly the side to beat, and uh, they'll get another good challenge this week, the side that's probably challenging the most so far. They'll take on South on Sunday afternoon, which will be the Bar-TV game. How do you see this one shaping up? Um, yeah, every game's going to be a tough game, but
2: West and South, they usually... They usually turn on a good display when they versus each other. Yeah, I'm not sure about Bobcat, Ryan's
3: maths. He's listed five players to come in and only one to go out. I don't know how that's going to work, but uh, uh, they welcome back Brendan Simpson. I think he's probably going to be one of the big ones up front. Uh, Simo's obviously been in most of the rep sides when he's been fit the last couple of years and was uh, has been a big part of their, their squad, and I think he actually might be one of their skippers. Uh, while uh, Wes, you know, a side that's five from five, and they welcome back Brad Ty, it's a uh, pretty good problem to have as Matt Lee entering. So I'll, I'll be going West to win in that one. I think it's hard to tip against them. What about your boys? I'm with uh, you mate,
2: yeah, West.
1: I'll go on upset there mate. Just, just cause they're due for a loss. And I, you know, I don't really like West personally, so
0: <laughs> along
1: with most people in Newcastle, so let's yeah, go you're, the you're, you're either West
3: or you're not mostly, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? So, you know, good luck to them. Yeah. And I mean, but I think there's a lot of people that are pretty happy to see him miss the finals last year for the first time in 30 oh, odd years. Definitely. Uh, We'll jump back to the Saturday games and Macquarie host Maitland out there at Lyle Peacock. Um, Look, they're in some pretty good form, bringing in uh, Andy Summers, certainly a big addition for them. A big out for um, Maitland's been their form half Fraser Price, who went up there from West earlier in the year but they're welcoming former NRL centre Matthew Allwood um, who played at the Raiders and the Warriors so uh, he played off the bench for them a couple of times earlier in the year. He'll be a good addition and uh, I think this one will be an absolute cracker of a game. Macquarie will be Looking to uh, get their first win with Andy Sumner on
1: board. Definitely, mate. Yeah, I can see that being a tough game going either way. So you're, you're going to on the good. fence. I like that. No, that's good. Yeah, I'm going to have a draw there.
2: you going to have a
3: draw. Yeah. I like it. I'll go to the scores What about you, Heath?
2: Oh, I can't go past Maitland, mate. My little redhead, mate, Isaac uh, Upton, fullback. <laughs> I'll stick with him.
3: Yeah, I love it. Uh, I, think, I think you might be a bit biased in this next one. We have Central taking on... Curry, uh, Curry with a few changes. And, and the big one that jumps out at me is Jade Porter out with uh, what I'm told is an MCL injury. So he's out for a couple of weeks. He's hoping that uh, he'll be able to recoup over the long weekend and be back the week after. But that's a big loss for them. And it looks like Benny Wyborn's going to move into the halves, not necessarily a recognised halves player. But um, alongside the likes of Jarom Haynes, he probably won't have to do too much. It's would say he'd be uh, a ball runner more than more a ball player.
1: Yeah, hopefully the, uh, I'll tip the central boys there. We get a few of them down here and... Um watch us and, and follow us a bit, and have done a bit of training with us in the pre-season. So, um, yeah, hopefully Central get the win there. Yeah, they're looking strong. Curry coming off that loss, and with
3: Porter out, I think I might go Central. They've got a consistent 17, I think, to, close to the first time this year. So, I assume as a uh, former Central boy, you know, they've lost, they've lost half their team to Dudley, but...
2: Yeah, I, I played for them last year, and I, yeah, I'll stick with them, see with the boys.
3: Lovely, mate. The Messiah will lead them home. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit of a
2: great
3: Murphy. <laughs> oh, and of course, big, big cookie. I saw he got across the stripe last week, so great to see. He's finally settled into that six-jump even if it's a bit tight there. Uh, and the final game of the round sees Lakes playing Cessnock. Um, so for Lakes, um, there's no significant changes. Cessnock, no changes name, but we're hearing on the grapevine that Scott Briggs may be signing there and may actually lead a couple of players away from Macquarie as well um, to come, you know. Plenty of excitement in this month of June before that wonderful June 30 deadline. We're talking about it off here with the Newcastle and Hunter, but there'll be uh, plenty of movement yet to come, Matty.
1: Yeah, well, um, i played... Scotty's actually my age. so I've played a lot of footy with and against him. He's uh, definitely one talented player. Getting a bit long in the tooth like I am, but I'm sure he uh, still still can steer the teams to win. And um, uh, I'm going to go with Lakes but former Lakes junior. My little mate Jack Kelly's been back on board for a couple of weeks. Um, doing good stuff, so... Hopefully Lakes get the win. Yeah, he and
3: Ashburton are looking pretty good there in the halves. And Nick Worthington, fullback. I think I'll go to Lakes to go two in a row as well, as uh, someone who pulled on the boots there for, for a season way back when. Uh, it's hard to go against them. What about you, Heath?
2: Yeah, may get a hat-trick at Lakes, mate.
0: May get
3: a hat-trick at Lakes. Lakes and mates, I like it. Let's jump into Newcastle Hunter Rugby League and the stuff that gets you boys keen the A-grade footy. Um, we'll run through the results. Fingal Bay, 26, defeated Windale, 24. Not the result you boys are looking for.
1: No, it wasn't, mate. It was, uh, it was a tough seesawing game. Um, uh, we probably should have won the game. Uh, unfortunately, didn't get the, didn't get the two points, but come away with a bit of confidence. The boys, and you know, I know they're one of the top teams, and they go very close to beating them, um, we can take a lot of positives out of that game. Certainly can, and there's not much, I think that game
3: probably epitomised that there's not really that much separating the top six sides at the moment. Um, I mean, Dora Creek probably a little bit in front of the rest, uh, but, I mean, had you guys won that game, had you know, two points your way versus two, point, two points theirs, you're sitting, you know, second or third. Um, so, yeah, certainly very little separating them, and um, you got. I'm sure you, you boys will take some confidence having a couple of players out, and having had a look at Fingal Bay now, and you've seen the majority of the sides. Um, so, yeah, pl- plenty to build on, I'd say there. Uh, Heath, what did you take out of it mate?
2: Yeah mate, we are in it up to the last minute. But, yeah, um, the boys took a lot out of it but we're going to have to carry on strong for Belmont South this weekend.
3: Certainly well, and we'll get to that one in a second. Uh, Dora Creek as we touched on before, 44-10 winners over University. Uh, Dora Creek just far too strong there, ran away with that one. Belmont South, 50 defeated Waratah 22. That was probably a bit of a surprise for me, I thought that one might have been a little bit closer.
1: Yeah, I'll actually tip Waratah uh, for the win, so you've got another one on me there, I think. Um, yeah, Warratars seem to be a bit hot and cold. Um, one week they look like world beaters, and next week they've been touched up, so I'm not sure if they had players in or out, but yeah, Belmont got the two points pretty easily there by the looks of it. Yeah, I'm hearing on the
3: grapevine, they might have some big signings to reveal in the near future, so as soon as we know, those are across the line, we'll certainly announce them, but I don't think they'll be ahead of this week's fixture and in the final game. Even this one was probably a little bit surprising to I me. Mean, I thought it might have been a little bit closer, I think. Dudley were always favourites. But 56 nil
1: winners over Cardiff. They just steamrolled the uh, Cobras out at Cardiff. Yeah, that was a bit surprising. Because I went and watched Cardiff play their last time game against Waratah and it went right to the wire. And uh, They come here and played good footy and went right to the wire. So, not sure what happened there. Maybe just turned up Dudley a just turned up and, yeah, Cardiff didn't.
3: Yeah, certainly a bit interesting. Cardiff uh, jumping into this week's games. They've got the uh, tough road trip up to Fingal Bay. Can you see Cardiff bouncing back from no, that and mixing it with Fingal? They're a very different side at home. The uh, Bomboras.
1: Yeah, it's a bit of a, a bit of a tough road trip. Um, I'm not sure that we've won many games up there. Um, I I'd be highly surprised if Cardiff got the win. But you know, a week's a long time in rugby league, so you never know.
3: Certainly is, yeah. I think I'll go with the Bomboras as well. Their halves quite strong and they've got a big pack and rotation off the bench. Uh, Cardiff still probably just probably just a step off that pace. I think they'll surprise a few teams later in the year, but I don't know whether they're ready to knock off a scalp in the Bomboras. about you, Heath?
2: Yeah, Fingal for me, mate. I think they've got a few players welcoming back this weekend, so yeah, I'll take the home team.
3: Lovely. Next up, we'll jump on to your mate Corey Baker and crew, the Collins boys. They all head out to Neville Thompson Oval. One of the nicest pitchers in Newcastle and in Hunter Rugby League. Uh, it's a fair trek out there to Dora Creek, though, but uh, the Dudley boys, they reckon they're up
2: for this one. Yeah, well, getting some good mail that they're fit and firing off <laughs> So oh, He's obviously not
3: talking about Sam, but.
2: <laughs> no, no, definitely not Sam. Well, nice or Maybe Terry.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So you're going Dudley? you going
2: upset? Yeah, I'll take Dudley, mate.
3: Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Marlborough and his boys out there at Dora Creek. Um, they've got a swathe of experience. They've lost a couple of players that have gone down to Budgie War in recent weeks, but I still think. Their depth and any team with a man named Diamond Charlie, who's a try scoring front rower, are hard to go against. What are you, Maddie?
1: I have noticed a man named Diamond Charlie, and I'm uh, intrigued to play against him. So
3: he's uh, very dangerous in the red zone, Diamond. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought it might have been a misprint. I thought Charlie might have been his first name, but I've had a guarantee to me that Charlie is his surname. So well, they've got a strong four pack, some good halves, a good spine, like um, one of the Smiths at fullback. You know, the experience of Chris Marlborough, Brad Clark, who's played, you know, been in the, in the Bulldogs top twenty-five and all those things a few years ago. It's pretty, pretty, you know, massive list of experience here in Pearson, who's played, you know, second tier rugby league as well. Like, where does it end?
1: Yeah, they've got a, uh, a stacked team, but as you know, only thirteen players can take the field, so the best thirteen on the day will win. So everyone's beatable, um, I'm going to stick with Dora, but because we want Dora to beat. The other teams around us, because we're going to be in a bit of a dogfight there. So, uh, I'll tip Dora for the win. So you're happy for Dora Creek runaway minor premiers to mate. chip away yeah. one one loss during the year just to win Yeah, that'll suit us fine.
3: Yeah, very nice. The next one, uh, this one's been getting plenty of attention on our Facebook page. Uh, it is the battle of Sexy Eyes versus Dwayne Sambo Sampson. Jared Rodimer and Dwayne Sampson. Will Rotts run it straight at Sambo? That's what we want to know. Well,
2: that's that's the mail. That's that's what everyone's hyped it up to there. Eh? I'm thinking I'm going to swing the Sambo side, but just because he's in the front row, and I think he might—I think he's got his eyes on Jared.
3: <laughs> yeah, I would suggest there might be some, um, some lots of pressure on Rotz's kicks, and uh, oh, yeah. plenty of ch- plenty of chat out there. That's for sure between those two, and even <laughs> Bones and a couple of the other ex-house boys earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. Rotz is going to have to have his wits about him. I, I would be happy to see if both of them could bring back those haircuts. And that would be magnificent,
2: wouldn't it? Oh, those spectacular photos on Facebook. <laughs> yeah,
3: so if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, jump onto the League Castle Facebook page and have a look there. Uh, we had to do... I'll just clear everyone's name. I, I did the digging there and found those photos thanks to Facebook. And, yeah, they were magnificent. There was some other high-quality contenders as well. There's some stuff you've always just needed to delete off Facebook, and Samba honestly. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go Waratah with this one as well. Uni are coming off that drive into Dora Creek. It's um, certainly going to be an interesting one. I'm t- this one's going to be played Friday night because the Union have the field at university on Saturday, so it could be an interesting one out there, but Waratah big pack to get it
1: done. Yeah, I, um, I haven't seen the Uni play this year. I've seen a bit of Waratah, and when they turned it on, they looked pretty impressive, so I think if they turn up to play, they'll probably be too good to get the win.
3: Lovely, so that's all three for the Friday night game. Now the big one, and I probably don't have to ask you who you're tipping here, it's going to be the local derby, and I saw Belmont South Rapid advertising, this is the real local derby, I like that, because this is uh, obviously Dudley just over the hill as well. Belmont South posting window three o'clock on Saturday afternoon, letting it over, uh, I reckon it'll be a bumper crowd down this one.
1: Yeah, yeah there will be, mate, I'm getting uh, excited just uh, talking about it now, I know all the boys are keen, i uh, like to get one up on my old mate Chop, me and Chop have been playing footy against each other, you know, since we were six year old, together and against, and, um, I just can't wait to see his face after we get the W. We'll have a beer together, but I know we'll be disappointed after after we get the win. At least, you know, if you're you make-a-break, it's not going to be Chop chasing me down. And, uh... <laughs> no, it definitely won't be Chop. No, it'll be a good, tough game. A lot of the boys, um, like I said, have played with each other and against the years. We're all, we're all mates off the field, and uh, you know, we just want to try and get one over each other, so it should be a good game. Yeah, that it. there'll be absolutely no love lost out there,
3: I'm sure, uh, the likes of Bones and uh, Chop and these sorts of guys and are... Yeah, they've got some season campaigners. With, I mean, we talked about Scott Briggs before, Jake Briggs is still a pretty phenomenally talented footballer, you know, steering around in the middle.
2: Yeah, they've got some handy players in the halves, especially like Bones. He's played down here at Windale and stuff. And yeah, It's going to be a good, hard game. I think our boys are up for it, but so time will tell.
3: Yeah, I'm very disappointed that I won't be able to get down to watch this one because I think it'll be an absolute belter. And the good news is that Lakes is on Sunday, so hopefully plenty of the Lakes boys, I'm sure. Shep and all his third-grade crew will all be down. Uh, one, R. Payne, who I see made a comeback the other week for Lakes. What are your thoughts on that, first of all, before we get too much further into this game?
1: Oh, mate, I don't think Robbie will ever retire officially or just keep making himself available when need be. I don't Random know if he's will for players or if he just wanted to play with uh, PJ. Paul Jeffries made a comeback there. Um, good on him, playing with his young bloke. His young bloke. Uh,
3: not many guys get to, get to do that. We touched on that last week on the show, and it's awesome to see. So... Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm told that uh, by some reliable sources that PJ certainly held his own, yeah. and I saw some highlights of Dumpy making people look silly, so he's still got it. Uh, old Craig Martin as well.
1: Yeah, good on him, though. You're a long-time retired. Once you give it away, I keep telling my missus I've got to keep playing till my young bloke's 18, so... How old's he now? He's playing under seven, so, yeah, we <laughs> will be going to mid-40, so she's not real keen on that, but see how it goes. He's <laughs> got to do what penny's doing just a couple of games a year just to keep your eye yeah. in. It's all right out in the backs, mate. You don't get fast like them forwards, do so Oh, I thought saw,
3: I, I saw, did I not see him with a 12 on his back? He, might, he may have. Or was he that just have. the jumper that fitted him?
1: <laughs> yeah, possibly. Yeah. He told me, uh, we're doing the Windale hoodies, and he told me he wanted an extra large. I was um,
3: a bit dubious on that. Need a new midriff top. <laughs> 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 all right, well, since I'm sitting here with you boys, I'm going to have to go Windale as well. So we're going to go all three for Windale. We get the upset against the uh, Rabbits down there at the Rabbit Warren. We'll jump on to B grades, uh, Friday night up at East Maitland at Henny Penny Stadium, West Walls end 22, defeated East Maitland 14, Glendale, who were uh, uh League Castle legends, 46-8 winners over Malabula, Shortland had a nail-biter win, 24-22 over Woodbury, and Morpeth 62, defeated Katara 10. Talking about it off air, really hard to pick some of these teams, very hot and cold, probably. The epitome of that, you know, they lost to Woodbury the week before that, a good win the week before that. Um, they're still sitting second and, yeah, certainly interesting. And Malabula, probably another one I think most people would have expected them to at least be in the arm wrestle with Glendale. Big surprise, um, such a flogging out there at uh, Barrow. Yeah,
1: B grades, uh, anyone's comp, from what, I'm, what I've been seeing, there's been a lot of changes, teams going up from A and B, um, from C to B and stuff like that, so... Um, yeah, it looks to be anyone's competition. So it's only early days, but yeah, there's been a lot of seesaw and results.
3: It certainly has, and uh, I think one of the stats looking at the ladder that really sums it up is you've got East Maitland who are in sixth. They've won two, lost four, but they've got a four and against a plus six. You then got Qatar in um, seventh, one two, lost four, with a four and against a minus 110. So yeah. it just tells you that obviously East Maitland, when they're losing, are losing close, and Qatar getting blown out. I know Qatar have got a lot of. Um, guys that work away, etc. So they have, you know, one week could be a very different team to the next, which can really throw the cat amongst the pigeons uh, in that regard. So I think Lee Abel's got his work cut out steering them around over there. But uh, it's certainly an interesting one. I think at the moment, looking at consistency, it certainly looks like West Wall's End's probably the consistent one at the moment. They start a little bit slowly. They've got a couple of players back. I'm told Jamie Watts was an absolute star. There's a name you've probably come up against in your years, Matty. Yeah, mate,
1: plenty of times. He's, uh, four to uh, four, and up. he got men of the match on Friday night, so... Yeah, right. Scotty Solder's got a few more years in him then to get the to get to that category.
3: Well let's let's be honest too, you know, we were, we were talking to Scotty about that, um, he didn't play any junior, so he should be
1: fresh. Yeah, mate, yeah, he missed uh, Junior basketball. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he he should be should be feeling well, then he doesn't train either, so you know, he's only playing twenty minutes of footy each week, so body should be pretty fresh.
3: Yeah, exactly right. And most of the time you
1: see girls out in the wing anyway, doesn't he? Uh, he, he told me um, I, I've got to give him a rap about being the fastest front rower in the comp. But you know,
3: I think he. I'd I, I even put that
1: challenge out there for a bye weekend and just see who wants to challenge him. We might have a foot uh, race over hundred. He is pretty quick, actually. We did a, we did have a race one night um, out the front of my house. Apparently, he was barefoot on the on yeah, the, the car. A the the few, teams, few yeah, and there wasn't that's much clothing on, but um, <laughs> he, he reckons he got me, but I don't remember. That's
3: alright. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe that's uh, that's something for uh, later in the year. We'll have <laughs> a uh, fr- front front. <laughs> well, hopefully you boys are involved, so he's not available, but yeah, well, uh, front rowers, foot race, don't worry about putting your fastest back there, you got to put someone that's played, you know, two or three games in an 8 or 10 jersey, could be interesting. Uh, so as we said, Malibu are still sitting on top, more than Westwall's end, the ones chasing them. This weekend, all the games scheduled currently for Saturday, we've got East Maitland taking on Woodbury in a bit of a local derby uh, up there at Henny Penny Stadium, 1 o'clock, a little bit earlier kick-off on Saturday, a bit like here boys.
1: Um, they did play a cover in a trial at the start of the year and East Maitland got the win from memory. Um, I don't think they're as strong as last year, East Maitland. Um, I'm going to kick Woodbury for the win. Woodbury for the win.
3: Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. I'm hearing Woodbury have got a couple of players to come in. So if those players joining this week, I'm certainly going to go Woodbury. I don't think much will separate. I think there'll be plenty of
2: points on the board though. So yeah, maybe Woodbury 30-26.
3: What do you
2: really need? Yeah, on the back of those signs that you've mentioned before, I'm going to have to stick with Woodbury as well.
3: All right, next up, uh, we see the side that I tipped in there is the form side, Westwall's in. They come up against Malabula out there at Les Wakeman Oval. Uh, this is first versus third, so it promises to be a belter. and Malabula will be short of wanting to be bouncing back from their last loss. Um, can the boys from Westie continue
1: and uh, potentially take top spot on the ladder? Yeah, mate, I'm, uh, I'm going to tip Westie. Um, haven't seen any of Malabula this year, but we did play Westie and they were, they were a decent side and uh, pretty classy hooker there, young Beagley. Um, if He had a good game. I think they'll get the win. Yeah, he's pretty
3: strong. They're quite strong up front as well. With uh, Kai Yonki, another one who's been around for years. Young Daniel Melmoth, and uh, obviously Wattsy that we talked about before, uh, getting good service either out of nine or the half from Begley is obviously the key. So I'll be going the Magpies here to get done uh, to get the job done at home. Uh, another ground that's uh, not the most welcoming to go and visit.
2: No, West Walls, and we played there at the start of the year. They give you they give you a bloody what for out there.
3: And uh, with his cold start, it'll be about minus 7 degrees there too. It's always so cold there. They, they sit up on top of that hill and it just, yeah, it's certainly an interesting one. So you're going to the Magpies as well? Yeah, I'm going to go to the Magpies today. Next up, we see the Morpeth Bulls host Glendale Gorillas up there at Morpeth Oval, 3 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. I'm going to go with Glendale to keep their run going here. I've been impressed with what we've seen from them the last couple of weeks. Big win over Malibu last week and uh, they're in some good form.
1: Yeah, mate, I'm uh, going to go with the Glendale Gorillas. I'm going to... Few blokes I know out there, so hopefully they get the
2: wing, mate. I'll go with them. Yeah, Gorillas for me. My little mate Racing McEwen's full work out there, he's doing great things. Oh, mate, you got mates everywhere. Yeah, yeah, got I didn't realise you were so
1: popular. <laughs> he's been around to a
2: few clubs, mate. What was it, four or five clubs? Or a bunch yeah. of them?
3: Not, not bad. How old are you now? 28.
2: 28,
3: mate. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah final game of the round, another one of your old clubs, Shortland. They host Guitarra <laughs> uh, out there at Tuxford Park. Uh, Look, they haven't had the kindest of run in recent weeks, they're sitting bottom of the ladder, but they got a win last week. Can they um, grab that momentum and drag
2: themselves off the bottom? This is the battle for the wooden spoon. Mate, I, I can't go past the Devils.
3: Big Buff
1: Baker. Yeah, Big Buff Baker. I've got to stick with what I know. Yeah, I might tip Shortland, mate. Um, Jaden Tongue, uh, one of their coaches out there, is actually uh, messaging me today and doing a bit of a work at his house. So uh, i better tip them in for the win. Yeah, lovely. Did you get a bit of painting in return for that, or...? He did actually do a bit of painting at my house on the back deck when I uh, when I done some extensions, mate, so, yeah. A bit of quid profile. I
3: like it. Look at the boys looking after the boys, yet. I'm going to make it three from three on shoreline. I just can't tip Katara. They're just hot and cold. Um, obviously, you'd think after last week they had those players back in, but it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, we'll jump into the C grade. Um, we had and 46, defeated Wolves, and 16. Um, and that was certainly an interesting affair. Walls and Maryland had the run of that early on uh, in the second half, though a few players lost their cool. Uh, had two in the bin back to back, followed by a send off about ninety seconds later, uh, all for different incidents. So that was certainly uh, a little bit feisty out there at Walls and Maryland. Uh, I was fortunate enough to catch up with a couple of players after the game. Uh, one of those was Jeremy Lowe, the skipper of uh, Walls and Maryland, and the other one was. Pumba, a.k.a. Luke Day from the Aberglass and Ants. Joined here by Aberglass and Ants front row, Pumba. How are you, mate? Uh, good win there?
0: Yeah, mate. Yeah, good win. Very, yeah. very tough game, so, which was good.
3: Yeah, they took it to you in the first half, um, but you your boys really responded in the second half. Obviously, a half-time address worked.
0: Oh, yeah, I think we just went back to, to how we play. Um, big mobile pack, and they, I think they put us on the back foot to begin with. Um, and we kind of went to water from that, but you know, second half just come out, control the tempo, and then tr- controlled the game from there. So
3: Jeremy Frederick, some magic around the rough, a couple of tries, and uh, his boot was on till he came off injured as well.
0: Boot's finally been on. I've been talking him up all year. He's finally had a decent day with the boot, so it's been good. You know, no. um, he's been really sharp at nine since he went there from seven, so which is good.
3: Yeah, so looking good, mate. Uh, obviously a few boys come back in, although you know might, Mick Akers and the lot might have trouble finding their spot back in here.
0: Yeah, he will, actually. It's um, I think we've got about eight out at the moment between um, work and injuries. So, you know, it's, it's good. We've got good depth. And, yeah, it's good when we can have 30 blokes fighting for a spot. So. Oh, well,
3: another strong win. Stay top of the table. It's all looking good there, mate. Hopefully the two ladies side did the same.
0: Hopefully it'll be good. You're good for the club. So
3: no worries, awesome. and good luck for the rest of the season. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Joined by Walls End Maryland stalwart, Jeremy Lowe. Lowy, uh, look, you guys came out of the gates pretty well, hit the wall a little bit, a bit of discipline in the back end there, and uh, they ran away. They're a good side. Yeah.
1: No, they are a good side, mate. They're just uh, they're just a class above today. We, we started well, but we've just got to stop those silly penalties, get the errors out of our game, and I think we need to tear into a bit of fitness, actually, because we're, we're falling apart at the back ends of halves. and. And that's where games are won or lost,
3: really. Certainly a big side, mate. Uh, look dangerous a couple of times on the edges. The, uh, the man, I think he's the leading try scorer for you last year. Yeah. Jason Jacewski looks really big and uh, oh, strong yeah. out in that edge.
1: Oh yeah, he's had a big off season in the gym and in the pub. By look, well, looks of him, <laughs> yeah,
3: he hasn't gone short of a feed, that's for no, sure. No. Uh, but uh, mate, look, plenty of positives to take from. It, as you said, yeah. you came out of the gates well. The abilities there, it's probably just a bit of fitness, yeah. and uh, you're missing a couple of key players who understand.
1: Yeah, yeah, we got a. Uh about six injuries last week from last week's game, so we had to sort of scrape players together this week. But we got a side and we were competitive, and, and that's the main thing, mate. As yep. long as we're competitive.
3: Oh, mate, that's the thing. It's an 18 comp, you only got to get into the top five to play finals, and then it's a good run from there. That's
1: it, mate. We've seen uh, teams do it before. Window did it once, I think. Cardiff. I think Morissette fell one game short last Morissette. year, so. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah so. no, lovely, mate. Well, all Keep the best done. luck for the rest of the season. Thanks yeah. for your time today. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Aberglassen certainly looking like they're the pace setters, and uh, as Lowy said, there was a Maryland with plenty to work on. And the other results Tall Timbers 46 defeated Raymond Terrace 18, Budgie Woy, 30 30 16 winners over Morissette, and Gloucester 54 6 winners over Abermain. Budgie Woy look like they're the big improvers. They've added a few boys from Dora Creek and then climbed their way up the ladder.
2: Yeah, well, they must be doing something but, because they're second team. They, didn't they get punished on the weekend? Yeah, well, we'll
3: get to, we'll get to that in a minute. It's, it's a matter of debate as to how much they got punished by. But, uh, yeah, cer- certainly um, they were they were struggling. But I think they've knocked off Gloucester and Morrissette in, in consecutive weeks now. So uh, no mean feat there. So it'll certainly be an interesting trip down there on Saturday for Raymond Terrace. Poor Raymond Terrace. They had the trip to Tall Timbers the week before. They travelled to Morriset Now, this week they're going to Budgie Boy like... You would not frequent fly miles if you're old Brook Roach, wouldn't
1: you? You wouldn't want to be going from Gloucester to Budgie Woy, we too often. Oh, you? would go for a week, wouldn't you? We? we got the Tall Timbers. Oh, we were disappointed. We were due to play the Tall Timbers the week before we got put up. We had the bus trip ready and everything. But uh, Anyway. That's Such is nothing. life. Yeah. So you said you get to go to over. d'Oval. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah, so there's certainly some interesting road trips, as you say. Like, you know, you've know, you got Gloucester, Raymond Terrace, and you've got the two Central Coast teams in Budgie and Tall Timbers, and Morrison, which is the of the Central Coast. So... Plenty there this weekend. Wolves and Maryland are at home for the fourth week in a row and the Grange Oval looking like an absolute dust bowl. Two o'clock on Saturday Saturday afternoon, uh, they take on Tall Timbers. Tall Timbers sitting second, Wolves and Maryland second last. Uh, and Maryland might be in a bit of strife too, obviously, as I said, that player sent off and then I understand two players were cited after the game for referee abuse as well. So, might yeah. be
1: light on numbers. Yeah, I'll... Um I still think I'll stick with Maryland. I don't think the tall timbers, they might not have played out of ground like uh, the Grange too often. It can be pretty feisty out there. Um, See if they can handle the crowd. I'll tip Maryland. I might go with the
2: travelling tall timbers. Uh, I think they might be up for it because in second on the ladder. Yeah, I'll, yes. I'll go
3: them. Certainly come up with a big winning in Toronto. So I'm going to go them as well. Purely due to the fact that I did experience the Grange last week and uh, having officiated and played in there previously, it's not the ground it used to be. Unfortunately, the crowd doesn't build up the same as it used to. Um, so, yeah, so I'll, I'll go to the Tall Timbers, Timber Cutters. That's a mouthful and a half. Uh, next up, we've got Gloucester versus Aberglassen up at Burt Gallagher Oval at Gloucester. Gloucester sitting third, Aberglassen first. Uh, this one will be a cracker, I reckon.
1: Yeah, uh, Aberglassen, uh, they were a fair side last year. Never played against Gloucester, I wouldn't mind travelling up there. But They're um... all about the road trips, are Yeah, mate, I, I do <laughs> must trips. The, so, <laughs> the social side yeah, of it. that's yeah, what they so guarantee you are to for. Going, going at their pubs and have a few schooners. Um, Gloucester, did they win D-grade last year? Or they get knocked yeah, low? no, they, they, won, they won the D-grade North last year. They won the D-grade so North. Went oh, by uh, Glen o. Davis. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Gloucester.
3: Yeah, Gloucester's added some interesting players. It grabbed Steve Forrest over from Woodbury, so he'll be a good addition there. This one will be a physical encounter. I'm going to go to Gloucester as well. I think Aberglassen might have a couple out this weekend. It's not an easy trip even just from Aberglassen up to Gloucester. It's a uh, fierce ground to go up to, and, and they defend it well, the Magpies.
2: Yeah, Gloucester for me, I don't know too much about those teams. So it looks like top-of-the-table clash. Yeah, Gloucester at home.
3: Yeah, next up we've got 4th uh, versus six. Abermain hosting Morris at 4 o'clock kick-off at Curry Sports Ground. On Saturday afternoon, uh, the Hawks on their mobile run of home grounds while their new clubhouses get built. Uh, look, I, I went and watched set the other week against Raymond Terrace, and their side, so I don't think we talked about it off air, look, they have the potential to quite easily win this comp, but they're just so inconsistent. Their captain and coach, Reece Ryan, said that they were really poorly disciplined last week, and that seems to be the only thing that gets in their way. Um, they've got a lot of good front rowers that come off the bench and rotate, and they can find their fronts 90% of the time in tackles, which... At the end of the day, the lower, grades you get, the lower down these grades you get, the simpler the footy is. If you can stick to a game plan and just, you know, complete your set and tick the corner, eventually the other team's going to make mistakes. So I'm going to go the Morissette Bulls to beat the Upper Main Hawks.
1: Yeah, mate, I'll go for Morissette. Um, I think that they'll get the jockeys. Yeah, yeah. Morriset for me too, mate.
3: Lovely. Um, the final game of the round sees Raymond Terrace on the third road trip in a row. The poor old Magpies, they're scraping along. Um, sitting eighth at the moment, but a win here could lift them up above and Maryland, depending on other results. They take on the uh, much improved Budgewood Bulldogs 430 4 30 pm at Halakalani Oval. Now, how's this 4 30 kickoff down at Budgie What's that? So 6 30 they're going to finish. Well, the time they get back to Raymond Terrace it's, it's going to be Wednesday. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, I haven't played down at old Halakalani Oval, so um, I don't even know where that is to tell you the down, truth. Down on the Central Coast, not far from Budgie itself. Yeah, so. right, yeah. Um, I'll have to tip the home team there, mate. They seem like they're going alright. So I think they're two on the trot and charging
3: up the ladder, putting the pressure on those top three. I'll go the Bulldogs as well. I think Raymond Terrace are just struggling to get a bit of consistency in their side. Uh, the, old, the old stage of Rage still just keeps on killing. He's got his young fella playing with him as well, Taren and a few of the other young boys, so hopefully that's the future of Raymond Terrace and they can uh, build up. It's been a bit of a disappointing drop for them, I guess, from A grade, but uh, they've got their work cut out
2: for them and I'll go the Bulldogs. I'll take my Joey at home, but I wouldn't be surprised if Rain and Terrace enjoy their trip home on <laughs> the bus. Oh, you have to make the amazing when you're to go
3: that far. That's exactly right. Uh, finally, we get to the Northern Conference. Uh, well, sorry, not finally, it's the second last. Uh, so we've got Dungog, they beat Karooa 36 0. Karooa coming off their first win, couldn't back that up. Maitland United 40, Patterson River 18, Hinton 58, Tea Gardens 10, and Clarence Town 34, Stroud 18. Let's uh, see. Clarence Town remain atop the ladder, undefeated, and uh, got a bumper clash this weekend. Clarence Town versus Dungog. It's a triple header of footy. I understand. They got the under-18s, the, the ladies' league tag, and then the men's game. At Clarence Town on, on Saturday, um, and that's a top of the table clash. Uh, last time they met, they had a draw. Who, who are you going with these this game, boys? It'll be Blake Birch and his uh, Clarence Town Cobras.
2: Yeah, I think Blake Birch, I think I used to verse him like growing up during the. Yeah, so you be about sure the same age, I, yeah? Yeah, I'm pretty Blake sure it's there, boy, I Boy. I might stick with him. He was a pretty handy player back in the day. Yeah.
3: They yeah, have got some strong players at the moment Clarence himself and uh, Trent Papa, who uh, Blake did tip in as the um, only bloke at Clarence Town that doesn't own a shirt, so that's good to see. Yeah. Every club needs one of them, don't they? Yeah,
1: they do. What's that at, at Clarence Town, is um, it? Yeah, Claro. Yeah, I only played there once, the round. So I'm like a 45-degree slope. If you haven't played there, it's... Uh, it's unique. Yeah, it's something else. My um, old mate Paul McFarlane pulled on the boots for Clarence Town for a game this, this year. I don't know if they were struggling or not, or they... Uh,
3: Still celebrity appearances?
1: Yeah, mate, yeah. Um, I don't know if he's, he's having a run this week or not, but we'll go with the conference.
3: I'm going to go the Warriors for the upset here, just for something different, and hopefully liven up the comp a little bit, because otherwise it's going to be a uh, one-horse race through to, through to the finals. Uh, next up, we see Maitland United host Tea Gardens uh, up there at the Concrete Rectangle Coronation Oval at Talara. Uh, I don't know if you boys have had the joy of playing it. You probably would have when you
1: were playing Grade yeah, and Maitland using it. Um, I'd probably rather play in here in these sheds. Yeah. Yeah, that's the oval of West Maitland there. Isn't it? <coughs> yep, yeah, yeah. yeah plenty of games there against the Red Dogs. It is like a rock, yeah. It's not fun to play there at all.
3: Yeah, so Maitland United coming off that big win. Teagardens Gardens, just the one win for the season so far.
1: Um, I'm going to go the Maitland United side to win at home against T Gardens. I'm going to tip T Gardens there, mate. Um, I'm not sure how many players they've still got there from their A-grade years, but um, nah, let's go with T-Gardens. I'll take the Maitland team just because they know <laughs> the cricket pitch and they know how to handle it.
3: Yeah, lovely. Next up, we've got Patterson River taking on Karua at 6th versus 8th. Karua did knock off Maitland United two weeks ago. Both teams had games to forget last week. Um, who's going to bounce back here? Will it be Patterson River
1: at home or will it be the Roos?
2: Oh, I've only played Patterson River that, that ground once and it was it was pretty daunting, so I'm not back then.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with my little mate Matty Garland there up at Patterson River. and um, It is a bit of a, a tough ground to get a win at. They'll be good at home, so they'll get a win.
3: I'm going to go the upset here. I'm going to go with Kirill Ruse to try and get this one. And we wrap up with third versus fifth. It's Stroud versus Hinton. And I, and I had to mention the old, the old man, Shane Tapper. Two games for Hinton since he left glass and Hanson, Two tries. So uh, all of the podcasts will be very disappointed if he doesn't get a double this weekend to
1: make that four <laughs> from three. Uh, he's left, left for Ness and gone to a new home, eh? Uh, uh, he's up there, up there with the Hornets now, so... Yeah, played a few games up at Hinton there. Um, have they got any better dressing shed yet?
3: I don't think so. This one's at Stroud though, so the Stroud, oh, Stroud. Raiders will be hosting this one, uh, led by their evergreen. it be the two evergreen former referees, Simon Chapel versus Shane Tapper.
1: So never played Stroud yeah. or at Stroud, but I'm going to go for Stroud today.
3: Yeah, as, as a Canberra Raiders fan, I'm going to have to go with the Raiders and just go against Tapper because it's good fun as well. So I'm going to go to Stroud Raiders.
2: I'll go something different. I'll take the Hornets on the upset.
3: Yeah, lovely. So that wraps up the Northern Conference. We finish up with the Southern Conference and, and there is a little bit of debate here about one of these results. We've been tipped in it was 110-0. The official scorebooks are showing 82-0 and the difference of that is actually if it was 82-0, uh, Hamilton will actually be sitting second on the ladder behind, Swansea on four and against, so the Swansea boys will be loving that. Um, so Cardiff, 28, defeated 1G10. Katara, 28, defeated Kersley, 24. Swansea, 38, defeated Wobble 18. And Hamilton, either 82 or 110 nil over Budgie the Either way, it was a
2: lapping. Yeah, mate. There's, there's, you can't really say much about that. Like you said before, they were <laughs> trying not to score by the end. So
3: Yeah, hopefully for Budgie Roy, it gets better from here. But again, I, and, and I say it most weeks, big raps to Budgie Oi. This comp originally had seven teams. They had a few blokes that weren't getting a run. So they rustled up, rattled some cages and uh, got a team together. While we're on that, giving some shout-outs, Wanji, I'm told, um, if anyone down on that western side of the lake is looking for a run, they had the Bear 13 on the weekend and only lost 28-10, so that's a pretty solid effort against Cardiff um, and keeps Wanji's finals hopes alive. This week, we see the Kersley Crushers take on the Cardiff Cobras. Kersley's still yet to get a win. They're getting closer and closer. I'm going to tip them to get a win here at... Uh, well, it's a header at Curry Sports Ground, so that's what I've made my play at 4 o'clock. So this is 2 o'clock at Curry. Uh, so I'm going to tip Kersley to get the win here over Cardiff.
1: I watched Cardiff D Grade play the other week and they beat the Ducks at home there. So I'm going to go for Cardiff for the win there. <laughs>
2: I'll, I'll take Kersley, mate. I'll take the home team.
1: Lovely.
3: Next up, the uh, the boys coming off that hiding, Budgewoi. They take on Katara. Katara coming off a 28-24 win. It's down at Halakalani Oval again. Part of a double header down there with two grades. Um, surely, if they've got both sides at home, they can't get beat by 80 again.
2: Well, I'm going to tip uh, Katara, I've got a mate Cameron Bateman, a oh, big shout out, he just moved down from Aberdeen playing playing for the Katara Bears, so I'll tip their travelling Katara.
3: Is he uh, next Tiger, is he? Over he's the, he's the next would be very comfortable in the orange and black there.
2: Yeah, very, very. Yeah,
1: hit. Hit. I, don't, I don't think there's, you'd be pretty brave if you
3: didn't this week, I'll be going the Bears as
1: well. Oh, mate, there's, we're not playing for sheep stations here, I'm going to I'm gonna go for the Budgies, Yeah. Uh, It'll probably be a good party if they get the win there, I reckon. So, yeah,
3: we well, I, unfortunately, I don't know how much celebrating they get. If they get a full side, they might have to back up their uh, back up for their C grade. But anyway, next up, Swansea take on Wanji. Hopefully, Wanji uh, there in the Battle of Lake Macquarie. We've got a few more numbers on deck this week. Uh, we've got a bloke who used to run around here at the Lakes Juniors. You boys might know Ivan Lamalama out there at Wanji. So, a very talented footballer, but can't do it all on his own, unfortunately. Uh, Swansea looking pretty strong at the moment there, certainly on the march.
1: Yeah, mate, yeah, young Ivan, he, uh, he grew up in Windale, uh, local to me and Heathie, so yeah, watched him play a lot of football, and he played against him. Um, we meet Matty Cogan, coaching out there at Swansea. Um, they seem to be going well. Uh, I know they lost a few players to Belmont this year, but still have been getting good results, so I think Swansea will get the win.
3: Yeah, me too, and, and on Swansea, I'm, I'm hearing whispers that next week it might be Friday night, Swansea versus Hamilton at Learmont Oval. That's what they're working on if the council can giving them the go-ahead with the lights, etc. So that could be an absolute bumper clash next Friday night. But I'll be on the
2: Swans here as well. Yeah, I'll take the Swans. They've only had one loss, haven't they? Yeah, I don't know too much about them, but I'll take the Swans. Yeah, finally, we've
3: got a Awabakal hosting the Hamilton Ducks at Walters Park. Uh, a look, well, they've been in a number of games. They've got some, some experienced blokes running around, the likes of Shannon Mave and Rob Briggs and a few of these sorts of guys. They'd certainly be physical, I'd be tipping. Uh, but, yeah, you just can't go past the team coming off a, you know, Absolute you know, drubbing of another side like Hamilton are. They're in good form.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know anyone that plays for Hamilton. We played at Wobbicle last year. And they were pretty handy and, and tough to beat at home. Um, anyone can turn up and play. So I'm going to go to home team there we Wobbicle for the win.
2: Yeah, I'll take the upset as well. I'll take Wobbicle. I like, I like Shannon Maven. He's a pretty handy little player.
3: Uh, he's uh, a gun-touch football player just as handy on a rugby league field. I mean, he's getting a bit long in the tooth. He won't like us saying that. But, um, yeah, mo- most of the guys, if you look through that team list, they're not exactly a team of spring chickens. Um, but, yeah, certainly going quite well out there. And, uh, look, you know, a win there, it's certainly they could catapult them up into third spot and in striking distance of to those top two, which would be interesting. Uh, so that brings us to an end. Uh, I'll thank you boys for a bit of hospitality here at the uh, Eagles' nest. Good luck for the weekend. Um certainly a big game as we touched on Uh, and again as I said yeah, thanks very much for turning up tonight and uh, putting on a show for us Uh, enjoyed your company Um, I guess in terms of this weekend yeah if no one's doing anything on Saturday or if everyone's not doing anything on Saturday afternoon get down to Lending and Oval
2: Um, make sure you're wearing uh, green and black not green and red yeah well yeah, you get down there I'm sure it's going to be a top game there's a few old heads versus each other so yeah get down
3: there yeah plenty of old mates that uh, that know each other so um Make sure to check out our social media pages as well, which is Leadcast AU on Twitter, Leadcast AUS on Facebook. Uh, finally, uh, we're going to be opening up some opportunities for a few of our segments, both on the show and on our social media pages for sponsorships. So if there are any businesses that would be interested in getting involved, uh, there's going to be some very affordable options uh, in regards to it uh, as we continue to grow the show. And uh, look, they'll only probably get a little bit more expensive as we get more people listening in. So good opportunity to get in on the ground floor. But... Finally, yeah, as I said, thanks, boys, uh, for for joining me tonight. And uh, good luck for the weekend. And make sure you get down to your local footy. And, uh, yeah, I guess go the Eagles.
1: Yeah, thanks for having us, mate. and
2: uh, been good. Yeah, thank, thanks, Chris. Thanks for having us on the show.